Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. I've never really liked doing anything. I barely stood up when they threw me in the ring. I've never really wanted anyone at all. Apart from Michael, when he fainted during football. Right. Uh, Pierce, before we started recording today, uh, you were you were telling us about an experience you've had uh, with a very popular grocery food stuff. Uh, uh, wait, I, I I was oh about my 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 buying practices. That is um, correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I actually do share with you all quite a bit about my, my grocery <laughs> things, as, as I find it kind of a game. But no, this is this is much more of a uh, a realization on my part, which is um, where I live now in Atlanta. There's there's definitely some some peanut pride going on because they grow various nuts here. Which I'm like, hey, I'm from Virginia, like I I, I, I see your nuts and I raise you more kind of thing. So. Um, but one thing that I, I got in an, in some different baskets and people giving me stuff or for being around here is I believe it's called Georgia Grinders and they make some what I'm going to refer to in this podcast as peanuts butter. Um, it is it is the spread that is really just ground up peanuts and sometimes you'll have that in uh, almonds or cashews and and you can yes Max I think it's peanut paste peanut paste yeah actually that's a pretty good thing and it's you look on the side and the label is just you know peanut paste basically it's just peanuts maybe there's some salt there's not sugar and you know it tends to to separate or whatever and i've i've tried that and as as someone who who will have you know various items in their house to put that type of spread on um that's fine but uh it was you know especially having a dog around and another person around there was a realization recently it's like hey it's nice that we have these peanuts butter, but when I go to the grocery store, I really just want peanut butter. And so I find myself gravitating back to things like Skippy and Jif and getting the really big jars of something that never separates and has more ingredients on the side than, than those, those other spreads. Um, and I appreciate both things, but I just realized that for my personal state, uh, for my personal tastes, I can't I can't make peanut butter into a wellness item. I just there's there's a there's a wall for me. Yeah, is that I, wall just that you like the 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 peanut butter too much? I, I think it's so so. Like truth be told, for the for the ones that are, and if it's almond, if it's if it's peanuts, sometimes they're a mixture of things. It might be peanuts and chocolate. Like if you go what about to cookie butter, co- cookie butter is that's also dessert. Which I'm not saying peanut butter isn't <laughs> effectively a dessert, but that's a thousand percent a dessert. But sometimes you will see the, the the peanuts and the chocolate chips in those those little crank machines at, at a, a natural food or health foods type store. Um, so I mean, I really appreciate it. And I appreciate the quality of the ingredients, and I can taste that when I have it. But I think to you know what I want 
peanut butter in and it honestly is usually things where i want some kind of sweet addition to it um peanut butter is not it can be the main event sometimes my finger just finds its way into the peanut butter jar and and i i don't know how it happens um you're not going to do that in one of those nut butter spread jars it's just not as it's not as rewarding also you bring out like a a cup of oil that just spills into your hand (laughs) um but yeah it's it's really it is uh it's not even just like a texture thing and I'm much more of a creamy peanut butter thing, but it's just, I think of it as sometimes it is a vehicle, but it is usually a a condiment. It, it really is. It really is a condiment for things. And I just, I, or I, mean, I, I don't know. Push back on that one. Pretty aggressive. Well, what would you, what would you call it? What, what is peanut butter then? Because I think of it, you know, put it on bread with, um, as I did earlier today, it's on bread with with honey, and then there's also peanut butter. Like there is there is a companion it has. I would say that peanut butter is maybe the best wingman ever. But it, does that make it a condiment or or it's no? Not, of, it's of not course meat, it, obviously. Of course it doesn't, because mm. you're. Think about it. If you toasted, you know, if you toasted that piece of bread with a slice of cheese on it, that cheese is not a condiment. And the peanut butter performs the exact same function that the cheese sure, does. Okay. So it's a spread, and you can, uh, you know, you can incorporate it into condiments. Like I, I think a lot of like peanut sauce uh, mm-hmm. recipes maybe involve some peanut butter, but it, it's uh, it, it's it is interesting. It is a it's a hard to define item. I think the best I think the best way to put it is just it's a spread. Yeah, and and I should say again, um, when you have those that are like you know ground peanuts, and you get more of a you're closer to the peanut, they're perfectly fine. But I think part of it when I'm going for this, and this may be a texture thing, but the homogeneous nature of of a Jif peanut butter or Skippy peanut butter, which I'm sure is just because there's a bunch of sugar in it, and also for preserving purposes, that is really important in the experience and and i actually just made a a peanut sauce dressing type deal recently and you kind of need to that homogeneous base for for it to all work Mm -hmm. i mean max am i am i wrong here should i be should i be like approaching my peanut butter experience differently um, I don't know if you want me to disagree, but no, I no. really, I, I think no. you're right. I, yeah, I think that there's, they're really different products and yeah, you can't really beat like the spreadability of the, we'll say what Jiff or Skippy, we'll call it creamy peanut butter. Cause that's <laughs> yeah. of whatever brand. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I think, mean, yeah, I, I think I you're right about with cooking it too. I don't want to inflame tensions too much. Uh, by saying that Skippy is for trash people, but uh, I mean, let's 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 not kid ourselves, guys. <laughs> if, pe- if people are on our side, I mean, it's it's not really. I, I don't want to say it's no. A I, side I thing. yeah, we don't need to be taking sides in the great peanut butter culture wars. Yeah, if people if but people are on but the GIF, right? <laughs> it's but yeah, it's yeah. It's, I will it's say like, it. it's actually GIF, but whatever. I will, oh, it's Jeff. It's actually Jeff. Fuck you. I I will say that I I think I as a peanut butter buyer maybe mildly split the difference, mm. and I I think the I think the sort of 
quote unquote natural GIF that doesn't have like all the added sugar, it like you still get very much the GIF experience, but you get something maybe a, a tad more akin to the the elevated experience. But you know, I I and I think part of that is that for me, if I'm buying peanut butter almost exclusively the way that I'm using it is on like in a peanut butter sandwich of some sort with either honey and maybe a banana or jelly. So like there's mm-hmm. already, you know, something else that's going to bring a ton of sweetness to the, to the party. Um, but uh, believe it or not, I, I think the thing that interests me most about this um uh, is is not actually about peanut butter at all. Uh it it's with what you said at the beginning Pierce about not wanting to make peanut butter a wellness item. Mm-hmm. And and I think that the 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 thing that immediately jumped into my head was when several years ago I read uh I I read the the book of uh you know, a now marginally disgraced comedian uh, who, whose name rhymes with Schmaziz Schmansari. Uh, oh, yeah. and, and there was a whole chapter, and the book is nominally about uh, modern romance and, and you know, uh, dating and, and, and things like that. But there's a whole chapter that's essentially about the idea that uh, you know we're we're part of uh, a generational cohort that is obsessed with reviews and getting quote unquote the best version of something and usually uh, the sort of the implied connotation is that the best means the fanciest or or most upscale and i just think that you know there are low-key like a ton of arenas in your life where that's not actually true and peanut butter is clearly one of those to me Mm -hmm. and and part of it is and i know this happens with the the dairy wars and and everything too it's it's marketing these things as is the same like this this uh, the same but different but but really they are all viewed as is like they're they're equal they're equal in terms of these are all spreads available to you you can use these as peanuts butter um and i think that the the common villain in this and it's not it's not wrong hey you know absolutely having a bunch of unnecessary sugar in your diet is is like not not good i'm 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 no scientist but you know i can i can read studies with the best of them um and and i think that you know the idea that it's it's that having the best of of the peanut butters and it's like oh you know it's just nuts or whatever part of me also thinks maybe maybe also what i'm gravitating to in in some of the combos or the way i want to enjoy peanut butter and i'm sure others it sounds like you all do as well it could also be the best peanut butter with like i don't know fancier sugar or or it's a peanut butter and honey mix so that it's still a sweet treat um 
uh, and a treat. I think that's a key word there, um, as opposed to something that is like basically a, a peanut or an almond paste, which is an enjoyable delight too, but is not necessarily what I'm looking for. And that's to say like the best has a range. And also, are these really the same products at that point? Um, and so one is like a wellness spread, if you will, and the other is like a sweet treat. Yeah, I mean the God the the wellnessification of of food items is certainly much broader than peanut butter and, and the dairy and 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 really the the marketing is you know certainly we've talked about brands on this show before but really what they're selling you is not that you know oat milk or almond milk is better than cow's milk. They're selling you that people who drink oat milk and almond milk are yes. better than people who drink cow's milk. And Max, you made an interesting point kind of there. Um, not only are they, they better, but like uh, they're having this protein-rich thing, so they have bigger muscles than you. I, I mean, <laughs> how many how many bars of things is like, oh, this is peanut butter and 10 grams of protein. Like I have these these Cliff Energy bars over there. Yeah. I, I don't know if, if where your nuts come from matters at all there. Like Jif might have the same amount of protein as this. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They're, they're definitely related, but different things in the in the marketing world. I feel like we've had this whole Got Milk campaign focused on what building bone density and calcium source, whereas everything is protein focused right now. And you see your mm-hmm. Greek yogurt with nineteen grams of protein. And I think I think the general consensus for most nutritionists is that we all eat too much protein. <laughs> and by we all, I mean pretty much everyone, with the exception of maybe some vegans, but even them probably as well. Um, so I, I don't know that it's necessarily a specific, like, which brand of peanut butter, but I'm sure there's some peanut butters and certainly peanut butter byproducts that take advantage of the of the protein fad to put a little star with the, the amount of grams. I think you're right. I don't, I don't think it matters. I think the protein from, from, from your GIFs and your Skippies is, is the same quality of protein from your uh, Trader Joe's organic peanut paste. Yeah, the intern has just confirmed for us that uh, regular ass Jif and uh, the bougie Justin's peanut butter, which is the last Justin. peanut butter I bought. <laughs> um, it's the, you know this one. Yeah, uh, yeah. have the yeah, same I mean, amount which, of protein. That one, I mean, I will, some of them taste better than others. I recall that that one tastes pretty good. But you can also buy six things of Jif for one Justin. Yeah, I, I bought it because it was on six a pretty Jif tremendous. It was on a pretty tremendous sale, uh, and and uh-huh. so I was willing to to pay a marginal premium instead of a ludicrous premium to try it. Uh-huh. And it's just it wasn't quite my cup of tea. I will be going back to you know working man ass Jif. And and that's the thing too is. You might say, okay, this is better for me, which, all right, fine, whatever. It, it's more to the it, – it is consistent with the lifestyle that I aspire for maybe. Maybe that's what you mean. But the other thing is like, um, you know, this, this is the Georgia Grinders that I mentioned um, that is actually something that is, is local. So I can, I can convince myself that, 
hey, you know, I'm going to try this out again. I'm going to try it. They've got a different variant. But I am buying from someone who is very close to, to making it. Whereas, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's kind of like, oh, I'm not going to buy from Amazon. I'm going to buy from my local store, which is a Target. It's like, you know, if I'm trying to make a choice that I think is better for, for like people because I'm buying from people, at this point, these wellness products have become such a big business that Justin's, and maybe Justin's is fine. I don't want to give them a bad example, but it is such a big business that I'm not buying from this guy who grow, grew the the peanuts or bought it from a local peanut farmer and does this locally. I'm buying from another big corporation that is not quite Jif, but there's so many lenses to look at this this choice into. And, um, you know, the wellness one is a, is a brand and it is a marketing scheme that, uh, um, you know, now I think about it, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I, there's still a degree of difference there where GIF is a much bigger company than uh, Justin's probably, but maybe they're not. I don't know. Someone maybe not bought Justin's at this point. Um Maybe J.M. Smucker, whatever, owns both of them. Who knows? They they, they could. Um, <clears throat> and I, I, yeah, I think I think the point is just that, uh, like, well, you know, Sean, I think of all the the gyms and and related things that the uh, Miami Dolphins franchise, the franchisee, owns, and and the that that there was a big to do about that a few years ago because he supported some some politicians that that people weren't too keen on and it's like (laughs) you are buying into this this mentality of oh i'm going to equinox or i'm going to this gym and i'm i'm really fancy and this is good and everything but um at the end of the day you it's not like you're giving money to the mom and pop gym who's just doing it for you it's like no you are you are you are a product too um well yeah and and you just can't you can't and shouldn't count on you know on on corporations to to act to hold actual values that match the values that they tell you that they have Mm -hmm. you know that's that is such a an important thing to remember you know it's i think of like trying to figure out the the crazy web of like trying to figure out who actually owns a record label now uh And, and the the ultimate answer you're going to come back to is it's probably owned by one of the major labels. Like, you know, whatever brand of ketchup you buy, ultimately, if you go all the way up the chain, it's probably owned by, like, Northrop Grumman or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. John, John Kerry's wife. Um, but, no, and, and I think that that's, that's a good point. And, and I should say again... I have enjoyed both both variants of of the peanut butter spread or the mm-hmm. the peanut spread realm, but there is something honest about Jif because I know exactly what I am getting into when I buy it. I'm not ex- you know I'm not expecting to like feel good necessarily. If I want to do that, there there are ways I can do that. But I know exactly what I'm getting, and I'm buying it out of you know just just. Not just habit, but because I, I want I want peanut butter TM, which is basically peanut flavored sugar, and and I get that, and I want it as a as a as a companion to some of these other things. Max disagrees here. I, well, which I is just good. want to say one thing, which is that the the, the GIF and stuff that we're talking about is is has really not a whole ton 
of sugar or yeah. partially hydrogenated oils. It's like a little bit added, and that little bit makes it so much better. But considering hmm. all the other sources of it, like I know that added sugars are bad, but like your Jif peanut butter consumption is not your problem when it comes to your added sugars. Because if you're eating enough Jif peanut butter, that added sugar is the problem. You're eating way too much fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're right. And this is this is quote unquote them getting like, what, to me. I, now I'm yeah. But yeah, but big, the, don't, either don't fall victim to big organic peanut. Yeah, but but either way, it's it, yeah, it's right there on the label, and I'm okay with it. And that's what I'm saying. It's keep like, your third eye open. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, uh, it's it's three grams of sugar in a serving of of Jif peanut butter. So, what you'd have to eat? How many servings to match a, a can of Coca Cola? Twelve, about eighteen, I think. I am, I'm <laughs> not allowed to like say that. anything. So the sugar. I mean, yes, there is sugar in it, and sugar might be bad, but it's like it's it's a moderation thing at that point. It's a better product. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, Pierce, I think we can all appreciate that if. If you say anything bad about Coca-Cola, a black SUV will pull up outside of your house, <laughs> and it will be the last episode of It's Pretty Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I have driven. I have driven past the. I don't know if it was current or the recent CFO's house before, and let me tell you, must be a wonderful place to work. Uh, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> At least take Zoom meetings until like you know eleven p.m. Um, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> but. Uh, I don't know. I, I I said it earlier. I think peanut butter is like the perfect sidecar companion for all of these things, and a lot of that, at least to me, comes down to. It. I mean, before before this wellness trend, before you know, a long time ago, people would get crunchy peanut butter, and I never really understood that because I think that that part of it is that it is this this smooth spread. It, it is it is some ways like on par with mayonnaise and that uh, well more pretty much everybody likes peanut butter but it it serves a similar purpose but in a sweet realm to it tang around like it brings out the flavors of a lot of other things it is it is a companion with all these other things and i think that it's uh you know a great you we said it's not a condiment but a great spread in that regard uh-huh. well i think that the texture thing is fun um yeah it reminds me of like why I, I sometimes buy Cool Whip, even though I know it's we can talk about Cool Whip another time, but I, I found myself buying it because I just it's such a satisfying texture for me to eat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, th- I think texture is relevant. And then in terms of the you're also making me realize peanut butter is this one of these magical spreads and we maybe we should do it a whole topic on this that can easily cross from sweet to savory. You can put it on a a piece of you know you can put it with chicken and, and noodles and it's delicious or you can put it on a piece of wheat toast and it's delicious or you can put a scoop in a bowl of chocolate ice cream and it's delicious like that's that's a pretty magical uh spread well, it's it's cream cheese that's yeah th- those are those i mean i think uh, those are the main two right oh they're both fantastic uh, but are they good together uh, uh yeah there's peanut, peanut, butter, butter, peanut, butter, cheesecake. peanut butter cheesecake yeah, yeah that's pretty good so so i'm i am a i am a crunchy peanut butter buyer as well sometimes i not not all the time but like if you're having a, a pb and j like there sometimes it's really nice to have a pb and j have a, a texture besides just smooth and bread 
you know? That's in a that's an opinion. I, I don't agree, but podcasts. I get why sure. someone else that's, might want that. that it just fine. isn't me. Just, that's fine. I if you're gonna that. debase yourself, just go ahead and put some uh, potato chips in there or something. That would be that would at least Ooh. be creative. Yeah, that's, that that actually might that might be actually be worth trying. We'll report back uh, on that. Uh huh. Goddamn right, we will. <laughs> no, I, I have to go I mean, do that tomorrow. The, the point the point is that we're all saying is that like we view peanut butter as a fun thing and it's it's worth hey i'm gonna throw this on some ice cream if it's like and maybe you can do this um but you know if it's like ten dollars and and doesn't have the texture that's that's becoming for that you're not gonna do that it's not gonna be fun and uh i think that that's that's worth noting here is that peanut butter is is fun and i choose for it to be fun i have appreciated the maybe not so fun ones um and i i'm sure i will support them again but like i just kind of want my peanut butter to be fun uh don't 100 calorie oreo pack it for me because if i want the peanut butter i just want the peanut butter oh 100 calories of peanut butter is not a lot of peanut butter i don't think (laughs) it is not (laughs) yeah i mean i I think that i think that a, a pithy way to sum it up might be that like you can you can dress up a pair of jeans. You can't really dress down a tuxedo. Mm-hmm. And uh, super bougie peanut butter is very much trying to be a tuxedo. Just buy the jeans. Buy the peanut butter jeans, man. And if you want to bedazzle your your peanut butter jeans, like that's fine. But it's going to be peanut paste. Sure. Yeah, whatever. No. Okay. Max <laughs> disagrees. That's good. It's good to disagree. I think on that note. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that that is a, a pretty excellent place for, for us to, to wrap. Uh, I, I, I was a little skeptical that we could do a whole episode on peanut butter, but goddamn, we did it. Uh, and so as a reward to ourselves, uh, we'll, we'll all go take a quick break and, and have a sweet treat of some peanut butter. No, we'll actually do Pierce's Sorry. Uh, what are you apologizing uh-huh. for today? Yeah, so it's not for our mixed metaphors there because that's that's what people that's what people come for. Yeah. Um, no, it's uh, so we were discussing a little bit beforehand uh, libraries and how they're great, and I finally am a member of my local one, which is which is not as close as as I would like, but it's uh, it's actually next to a really cool park that I just discovered, which is like walking through the well, walking through a very forested area that that. It makes no sense that it's so forested, but anyways. Um, so I went there yesterday to pick up a book that was on hold, and they have contact free, yada yada yada, right now. And so it says call ahead, and I call the person, and I'm like, hey, I'm here to pick my book, and they go, do you have an appointment? I said, no. Why would I make an appointment? And I proceeded to be kind of uh, a little terse and a little mean. I kind of relented throughout the call because I was irritated because I had driven there and gone out of the way with someone else. And so they had to go out of the way too to go pick up this this book. And they were like, uh, you need to make an appointment. Like, Where did it say it need to make an appointment? Of course, the email they sent me saying, your book is free to pick up. Please call and make an appointment. And I even asked, can I do this online? They said, no, you have to call. Um, so of course I was a bit of a jerk because I didn't read. As we always say, we're pro reading and this is on me for, for, for not reading. So I picked up the book today, um, and, uh, you know, read because these are service employees who are, who are probably in tough straits right now. And all they're trying to do is help you read. 
um, quite literally because they're librarians. So, well, you know, I'm sorry, DeKalb County Library. Sometimes you take a bad beat, uh, but it's funny you mentioned that because uh, libraries are very much tied into this week's big idea from pop culture, uh, which is that uh, I have been on a pretty major reading binge in April, and primary way that I have accomplished that is through uh, the Libby app, which I believe I have extolled the virtues of on this show before, uh, and it allows you to borrow ebooks from your local library. And so I, my the, the last thing that I finished um, is a book called Final Draft. Final Draft is a collection of essays by the late um, writer, columnist, David Carr, who spent a long time as sort of a, a media and business columnist at the New York Times, but also uh, was the editor of Washington City Paper, which is a, a very, very great alternative weekly paper, uh, and, and came up in Minnesota as well. And... It just like it was a really, it was a really fascinating collection that showed a, a, a very neat um, breadth and sort of diversity of expertise. Uh, one of the centerpieces of the book is this very long essay written about the Chicago Tribune uh, and a, a pretty, pretty gross frat housey culture and and some some shady business stuff happening around the turn of the century uh but another one i thought that that i found really affecting late in the book uh, is an essay written after the death of philip seymour hoffman uh due to a drug overdose and i just the, there couldn't have been anyone better positioned in the media to write about that than David Carr, who had a, a pretty uh, pretty lengthy history as a drug addict. And, you know, it just, it gave, it gave the way that he wrote about uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman after his death, just this sort of wonderful quality of, understanding that I, I have to imagine most people writing about his death didn't really have. Uh, and so little, little quick excerpt. Um, I was not pals with Hoffman, but he was uncommonly gracious. He remembered my name, which is something of a parlor trick given how many reporters actors see in the course of a career and gave his, uh, gave me his phone number. So I wouldn't have to run a gauntlet of factotums just to ask a question or get a quote. He also knew that I was in recovery, and we chatted about that a bit. In that context, he was authentic and insightful. Now that he's gone, much has been said about his failure, about his fall. I don't really see it that way. He got in the ring with his addiction and battled it for two decades successfully, creating amazing film work along the way, and doing the hard stuff to keep ambitious theater alive in New York. And then something changed and he used. Everyone is surprised when that happens to someone famous, but it happens routinely everywhere else. Rooms of recovery are full of stories of people with long-term sobriety who went back out, and some of them 
as a matter of mathematics and pharmacology don't make it back. I just read it and had one of those moments where like you read something that makes you stop for five minutes and kind of digest what you read. And that is, I think a really, it's a really incredible skill for a writer to have. And so I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I'm probably, uh, predisposed to, to enjoy that book as a, a dork about media and journalism itself and, and journalism that covers journalism. But, you know, I, I think, I think there's probably, uh, there's probably something there for you, uh, depending on, on what wide range of interests that you have. So, uh, final draft, the collected works of David Carr. Uh, would would highly recommend, and who knows, you might even be able to find it on the Libby app from your local library. Uh, that is the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web, www.prettyokpod.com, uh, or you can subscribe to our podcast feed on your app and device of choice. If you do that, please do us a favor, leave a rating, review, comment, that sort of thing, or just tell a friend about the show. We'd love to share it with them as well. We'll be back next week to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. Thanks, Pierce. Back.